Michael Stanley going to slap the hurl across the arse? Yes, you did. Relax, free it. Hello and welcome back to the GA Scores podcast. My name is Conor Donnelly and I'm joined by Pierce Corcoran. Hello there. Uh, Pierce, we have another guest lined up today. Um, last week with Turlock O'Brien, uh, Carlo manager. This week we have who? We have Conor Harrison, the uh, big foot forward from down. Uh, real superstar last year. Really kind of made made waves last year for the, uh, for the town football team. And I think he's similar. He's going to be one to watch out for it this year. Um, in division, uh, but he seems to be doing well in division two as well. Yeah, so he started off brilliantly against Lowe's. Um, he got the bulk of the scores there. Um, then he was unfortunately well, he was sent off then against Cork and out for two games. But he's he's coming back now. He would have been back last weekend against Calvin, but now he's back this weekend instead. And uh, yeah, he's um, he's a player who wanted one of two uh, All Star nominees for Down last year. You know, and as you say, Down had a great year last year. You know, getting to the All Star final. So it'd be interesting to see what uh, what they do, especially in a division that's so tight. Yeah, well, I think, well, we touched on it there, but, you know, we'll call a spade a spade, the most competitive championship in all our, and uh, GA football at the moment is the Ulster Championship. And in Division 2, the two things from that is, are down in Calvin, probably two of the uh, dark horses in that championship this year. So I think in terms of the championship and, and in the wider summer, it's going to be an interesting game this weekend. And I know in uh, in Division 1, you have Tyrone and Donegal, so between the two of them, I think we're going to get a, a good old picture of what uh, the summer is going to look like within the Ulster Championship. And I'd say it'd be uh, hair flying, I'd say, uh, between, in, uh, in, um, in between down and Calvin this Saturday. Yeah, all good stuff. We'll not keep you waiting any longer. Up next is our chat with Connor Harrison, down footballer. And I started off by asking Connor, how did he feel the postponement of the weekend's game would affect their league campaign? The game called off for the weekend. It must be a frustrating, uh, frustrating thing to have to deal with. Now you are back out again on Saturday against Calvin. Um, how how is this interrupted preparations for you, or is, is it still just same old, same old for you? Um, no, it's it's, it's interrupted and in, big time to be honest with you. Obviously, it's with, with so many people coming from all different parts of of um, down and, and even further, like even boys coming from Dublin and. I'm not there, and it affected it. So, look, training's been off, and it's getting the thing about it is now it's, it's hard to get feel get the fields get feel sorted to to train because now the snow is is running away. The the rain came and the fields are in bad shape. So, um, we're back at it. We're off there for the weekend, so we're back at it tomorrow night again. Yeah, would you just have many based in Dublin? Would it be something you just have to deal with? Because there's a lot of talk there last week about Monaghan having quite a lot. Um, no, I wouldn't have that many. Maybe only two or three, but right. Um, it still would. If them boys are are starting or anywhere near, like it's ideal that they're there. If you know what I mean, you can't afford for for boys to be missing. Yeah. Um and just in the in the league campaign so far, so it's been uh you know start off with a win and then the defeat to Cork and then another win then against Ross Common who you're up challenging and 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 then defeat the last day to Clare but it's because the division two is that tight you're almost in a funny state where you could you're in danger of getting sucked into relegation but you're still fighting fighting for promotion. Yeah, and um, division two is is very tight as you say and 
obviously we knew going into the last day against Clare it was fatal that we won because it took us out of that relegation battle as such and it put, would have put you a point behind Calvin and with going to play Calvin so it would have left you in the hunt for promotion more so than relegation and um, but unfortunately um, we didn't get over the line and it's frustrating because we hit 15 wides against Clare so if you turn even three or four of them in the scores you're you're going to come out on the right side of of the result and unfortunately we didn't do it and, and it's it's compared it's cost us like it's left us down near the bottom now <clears throat> and but you know, we're still quietly confident that we can we could get out of it like yeah, well, the three games left, you know, there's plenty to play for, um, although just not a lot of time to get them all played in. Um, what, what, no, would have, what, what would have been your aims then at the start of the league campaign? Would you, like, promotion definitely would have been topic of conversation or are you just quietly preparing for, for Ulster Championship? Okay, we just, well, we just set out we targets at the start and and it was just a bit staying away from the bottom of the table and anything else after that was was a bonus because we've lost two or three boys with a lot of experience and you know the, the squad's very very young at the moment so it was just a big building sort of building on last year but um, staying out of relegation and if we had the chance to to fight it out at the top and, and get promoted then we would deal with that when, when we got there but um, it's just to be staying in that division and, and see where we go from there Many Connor, many people would have recognised you from, or would have known you from your performances last year, uh, especially last summer, where you seemed to take the Ulster Championship by storm. And just listening to you over the last couple of minutes, you, you, you sound like a man who has taken on extra responsibility within the squad this year in terms of being a leader. Is that is that something that you'd recognise within yourself going into this year's league and and kicking on now? Six or six or eight weeks away from the championship. Um, yeah, it probably is. It's like I've been floating about the panel now for three or four seasons, and and I suppose I'm, I'm that age now where I'm one of the older heads in the team because because of the boys we've lost. So I probably I probably am a wee bit. I probably am like a leader as such as quite a few of them to be honest with you around my age group and a wee bit higher you've Kevin McCarron and then boys Darn O'Hagan and obviously Naomi Parnes and your captain is a good leader as well but uh, I, I don't I tell you truth I wouldn't say a massive lot um, at training or, or before games like I just like to sort of keep myself to myself but with with the inside line or whoever I'm playing with the inside line or, or the half four line I would always go and have a quiet talk with boys just so we understand the understandings there between boys you know so and would there be like many I, talkers I would, would there be many talkers be, in the dressing room yeah there'd be there'd be loads of talkers in the dressing room and I, as I say you've Kevin McCarron you've Darren Hagen he was captain last year you've, you've Mick Harlan and Many Pete Turley's experienced man, like you know, you've there'd be many, there would be a whole lot of talkers in the change room. So I wouldn't really feel the need that I would have to do that much talking, but I still know I'm one of the older heads in the team. And going back to the game this weekend now against Calvin, the, the only other Ulster team in Division Two with you guys this year, and does it take on an extra level of uh, tension um, when you have this? 
derby of sorts uh, come up? Uh, I suppose there's a wee bit, um, even more so now that Gavin's sitting at the top and we're sitting in 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 the mid in mid table. But I mean, if Gavin, if you go to Gavin and you win, you go a point behind them. If you go to Gavin and lose, you're you're sitting at that bottom end of the table. So the tension's there, and uh, as you say, it's a, it's a derby game probably that that no team, that neither team want to lose, but. Um, look, we're away there. We know what we'll have to do to if we're going to win the game. But at the same time, they're they're flying high at the minute, so um, we just have to deal with that when we when we get there. But it's important that everybody keeps the head, and and hopefully then things will work out. Then we'll come out in the right result. And going into the championship after four games from the league, I. Is your confidence? Would you would you be confident that Down could repeat the heroics last year, or would you prefer maybe to stay under the radar? Um, this discussion's come up quite a few times. To be honest, I don't think teams. I think Down are right there now, where the teams in in Ulster like you're not going to come in under the radar like last year because they're not going to maybe underestimate you as much. Um, after last summer. It would sort of come out of nowhere. No, no one would give us a chance against Armagh. No one would give us a chance against Monaghan. Um, and then you come out and you um, you pull two performances out of the bag like that. And I don't think now teams are going to underestimate you. So, um, did, did you find that strange last year? Because I remember reading at the time as well that Armagh were considered big favourites for that game. But yeah. it, it was it was a bit of a weird one. Do you think that was purely on just recent history? Like people sort of rather than thinking of what they hear and now? I think the I think to be honest, they looked a wee bit too much into Downs League form um, yeah. last year. I know I know it was I know it was patchy and and you know we only we got the draw away to Cork in the last day to stay in the division and that there and I think people maybe read too much into that as such. Us boys in the camp ourselves, like obviously Armagh's only over the borders right beside this big derby game. Like we knew ourselves what we had to do, but we were all confident that we were going to come out in the right result in that game. And we're always only looking to take it one game at a time. We're never looking past Armagh. But I think with with people writing us off, it gave us that extra motivation to to go and kick on, especially in Uri. When, yeah. And whenever it was the first home game, I think we had in, in the championship in something like fourteen years or something like that. There. Yeah, that's what I was just actually about to say, especially because it had been so long. Um, this year's championship, you're at home to Antrim. Um. Antrim obviously playing away in Division Four, going going strong enough there, but another home game there. Um, is is it something that you're really focused on doing? Because I know that in the league you have lost at home to Clare and at home to Cork, and it's actually been on the road that you've been getting your victories. Is it something yeah, that you've particularly um, talked about, or is it something you've not haven't really worried about, and it's just game by game? Well, just in the game by game at the moment. Obviously, um, Antrim are or that's the the game that everybody's aiming for. Um. But we're just taking the game a game in, in this league. Um, the home form hasn't been great. It's something that us as players are looking to put, put right. It's unfortunate just we things at home just haven't fell our way and and the results have went against us. But the record's not the record speaks for itself there at the minute. Um, I think it's been one win out of eight or something like that. It's passed well or something something on those lines or, or two wins out of eight or something like that there and you know, it's not good enough like um, we know it's not good enough, but we're the only. We, we also know like we're the only boys that can change it, and, and it's up to us to start um, positioning the goods when we're when we are getting teams in here. 
I don't know. So, I, in terms of the championship and how the All Ireland is structured and it's going to be with the Super 8s, I, I know you spoke earlier on in the year about that Down should be looking to target the Super 8s. Yeah. Is, is that something that is that the next step for it, uh, for, for Down or? Do you see yourself, maybe, do you see the team challenging higher up today? But how long does it take, do you think, for a team to, to make that way way up the ladder? Um, I think it's after last, after last season and, and the way the way we went last season, I think it's a, it's a realistic target for us. Like, it's a target that we've set out that that's where we want to get to. And obviously, we need to start producing better performances on a more consistent basis if we're going to achieve that but it's definitely a target that I think is achievable it's a target that a lot of boys in the squad think is achievable and you know I, like, I, I think we, I definitely think we can get there but again it's you need to be things to fall into place for, for that to happen as well and I think we need to start making our own luck you know we're, we're going through games I think we're waiting for things to happen whereas I think now we sort of need to step up and, and push on and hopefully that there will, will be a realistic target um, come July, August time. Um, what, and the, in terms of the Super 8s then, like, um, that's obviously something you're aiming for. What would you what, what would you use as a team uh, aim to get out of that? Well, apart from a semi-final spot, of course. Is that Would it be playing those games against um, against provincial champions you know, from other provinces? Is that something that you feel yeah. would bring you on a lot? Do you think... Or is it more like the league is sort of tight? Like it's a very tight division too. Is that now you know yeah. getting you competitive enough for the Super Eights? It definitely is getting you competitive enough for the Super Eights. But it, like at the same time, I think I know me as a footballer, and I probably could speak for a majority of other footballers. You want to be playing the best teams in the country because you need to know exactly where you stand um, against the likes of of them teams, like the Dublin's and. Uh, even Cherries and Mayo's and them teams like you know you need to be I think you need to be playing them teams to to see where you need to get to and like they're the benchmark so it's important I, I think it's important that you're playing them sort of teams and in that regard then sorry, in that regards just to go back to the Saturday coming against Calvin does that take on that little bit of extra importance in terms of because they came down from Division 1 do you yeah. look at it and, and say that's their immediate benchmark for Division One yeah. football. We can then go and measure ourselves and see where we're going. Yeah, that, that's a that's a fair point. Like, um, I think that I think that is fair because like Calvin's Calvin are a good side, and they were up there last year. I think it's definitely a fair point. I think if we we could set the target against um, Calvin and see where we go from there, and. Obviously, it's only league football at the minute, whereas you're sort of judged more on what you do in the summertime. And the the way the ground and all is at this time of year, it's hard to, to judge what way teams are really going to go. So, Calvin probably would be a realistic benchmark, but um, I just think it's hard to, do, to it's hard to see this time of year, weather-wise and all, and uh, to, to judge on league form like you know whether we beat Calvin or Calvin get us all against us and I don't think it really matters a whole lot come championship time and um, just 
um, coming up to the end of the end of March, then to the end of the league, and um, then of course April's meant to be, you know, kind of cut off then just for club action. I'm not really sure what Down's plans are for that. There's talk of the like in Mayo and that they're maybe going <laughs> to kind of stretch at that there with uh, with whatever plans they have. Um, and then it's the end of May that you're right against Antrim. So what are the plans for the next couple of months? Like how you, how you do. How are you as a squad going to keep yourselves right for that there championship opener? Um, to be honest, I, it's not something we've actually we've actually looked at as such yet. And um, personally, I think is it the whole of April that you're back to your club, or is it only certain weeks? The, the, well, the idea is that the whole April is meant to be free for free from county games, just just for uh, club club matches. But I think the I think that's the case. A lot of I think Mayo they're just saying they're they're not doing that and they're they're going to prepare because I think they're now they're out earlier in May against Galway. You know, so maybe they have a different different situation to yourselves out at the end of May. Well, we're out right on the twenty seventh or something like that. Yeah. I think yeah. personally, I think that um, like. It's all right. Like obviously, I agree with having to play club football and all that sort of crap. But at the same time, if you're expecting to take off the whole of April and go and train your club and then come back and go for what two and a half weeks, three weeks of of hard training and expect to perform come championship day, I think I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, don't think it would happen. To be honest with you, I think you would need to be. Definitely need to be training um, as a group of players in April. Whether that be once or twice a week or whatever it may be, you definitely need to be together as a, as a squad at county. Like, that's yeah. my opinion on it. But I still agree with having to go to your club. It's, it's different. It's hard for boys there that's involved a county and, and club because you're sort of caught in the middle. And one's telling you to come and play for them, and the others telling you you can't. So it's hard to know what way it's going to pan out. Like. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, especially because yeah. it's something that we've not actually been through before. The likes of Super Eights and everybody's sort yeah. of starting with a blank, uh, blank uh, plan. You know, compared to every other year, you'll be able to plan out yeah. to a tee right up until September. But it's a bit more difficult this year. I, it, it is, and I, I would say everybody maybe near knows themselves is going to be a lot of controversy come April. And obviously, you're going to have clubs that's going to maybe the bigger clubs and in, in some kinds are maybe going to be be fine with. With not having boys available, and maybe, and the smaller clubs are going, maybe like the likes of well, my club don't be too bad to me, but I'm a smaller club and down, and you know, like I, we wouldn't have massive numbers, so I genuinely would be needed. So it's hard to know what way it's going to go, but you could, de- you're definitely going to have a situation where there's going to be players asked to play, and players probably saying they don't, you know, they're cu- they're still caught in the middle. I think it's hard. It's going to be hard for players. And to stay away from their county, but at the same time, most clubs are going to be asking them to come and play for them. And is it something like we all know at this at this race when it comes to the, the GA calendar and the GA fixture list is it's it's a it's a it's a problem that doesn't seem to be going away. And is it something that dominates conversation amongst inter-county players and county players at that high level? Because Effectively, they're at the heart of it. They're at the players that play for it down for Calvin, Dublin, wherever, are at, yeah. the heart, are at the heart of this issue because they feel like they're being dragged both ways. Yeah. Is there is there any way out at the moment for this? I don't know. 
um, it's hard. It's hard to know because, I mean, you have the situation there where you, you, your people aren't allowed to train, only allowed to train at certain times of the year, and then you're coming into January time, you have them, um, the likes of also the McKenna Cup and things like that. Maybe I think if they done, maybe done away with that, and maybe you were back training at the start of December or something, and the league was at the end of the middle of the end of January and it was just ran off on a weekly basis, I think it would maybe it would maybe help more. Because when you're going back to your clubs and things like that, you're you're playing on a weekly basis anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be a way of getting I think it'd be a way of getting the league out of the road quicker. And it would leave you that you're able to pull pull games forward. Later on in your championship games could be brought forward, you know, closer to maybe the start of the start of May or whatever. And um, I think that would maybe be something to look into but again I don't know I'm only a player I can't say that but it's, well, no, it's, but that's like in the, the general overarching point though is like you're a player and you uh, effectively want to go out and play every week you want to yeah. play the game but yet we're at a situation where it's almost it's 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 you're you're asking players to try and decide what games they want to play, what games they do and they don't want to play. Yeah. And it's like and it's it's like in any other sport around around the universe, they're not asked, okay, what games you think you should be playing, what games you think you should be playing, because I'm sure without wanting to speak for you, I'm sure you'd want to play every game going. You know, oh, both yeah, for your definitely. county and for your club. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's it's it, 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 I suppose it's it's come to a point where I like and it's interesting what you said there about the mechanic cup. Do you think we're gonna to come to a point well whether it be next year, the year after or whenever, that it's just gonna become unsustainable? I think it's gonna it's gonna get the guy that's just with the amount of football they're they're trying to cram, to to get into one to one calendar year and I think how do you how do you continue to play Mechanic Cup till the end of January and then they've brought the league forward to the last week in January this year. And it's just it's just a build up of game after game and then maybe one of them was called off I think and you ended up with like three games and I don't know whether it was seven or ten days or whatever it was. And I think it's maybe the only way around it, to be honest. Would be yeah. It would it would be unsustainable to keep it, but it's hard, it's hard to know. It's just then you've like if you have if you've that and then you get the league out of the road and your club league starting, and then you're maybe fired into to so many games there. Um, it's just find the right balance. I don't know how how they're going to find it, but um, they definitely need to do something. Yeah, and just bringing it back then to this weekend, Pierce already mentioned the trip to Calvin, so. He had a couple of games out there with a uh, with uh, suspension. Uh, what exactly happened there then against uh, <laughs> against Cork? Yeah, to be honest with you, there was wasn't a massive lot in it, and it was just it was an after ball incident. The two of us were sort of niggling at each other, and I ended up in the ground, and I got up off the ground, and he was coming towards me, and I was going towards him, and and. They said it, or well, the referee never said they'd seen it, and the umpires never said they'd seen it. The linesman said that they was leaning with the head, so yeah, um, it was a two game, it was a two game ban, which yeah. could have appealed it, but basically, 
um, a few pillow, then you lose it. You get another two games. Yeah, so, yeah. So you could have missed the um, end of the league. <laughs> so you, you could have been you could have been out further. So it wasn't. It just had to take the sensible way around it, like and and just take it on the chin, which was it was silly of me at the time to 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 do something like that because the game was over. Well, here, uh, Connor. Thanks very much for that. Um, best of luck against uh, against Calvin this weekend, and best of luck for the rest of the year. Two hours, skiers. Thank you. So that was our chat with Connor Harrison, down footballer. Um, if you like what you heard and you want to hear some more, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also get us on SoundCloud, Acast, Stitcher, uh, and at gascores.com. Uh, if you feel that we should be on some other platforms, do get in touch. You can find us at gascores on Twitter, uh, on Facebook as well, at gascores on Instagram too. Uh, and our email address is info at gascores.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Michael's finally going to slap with the hurl across the arse. Yes, you did. Relax, free it.